Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1998's Senseless. Hello and welcome to episode 108 of I Watch This As An Adult movie reviews i'm your host mikhail ford and i have a splitting headache right now <laughs> uh, oh my god my my head's killing me right now i know every other i know every other episode as i say that shit i'm just i have chronic headaches maybe i should go to a doctor about that i don't know but um maybe there's something wrong with me but um let's not talk about that that's not that's not talk about that shit right now because i gotta get to these movies um so i actually went to go see uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness again i took my uh i took my my wife and my daughter to go see it uh ended up liking it a lot less than I did the first time <laughs> honestly it was at first when I at first glance by the way uh my my patreon review of Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is available right now on patreon go become a patron and and uh check out check out my initial thoughts of what I thought about Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness go check that out and also go check out the Avengers uh, 10 years later retrospective where I talk, where I review uh, the first Avengers movie uh, 10 years later. It's, it's, a, it's a very fun, in-depth episode. You guys will enjoy that. I guarantee it. I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your ass. I listened to it myself. It's a very, very good episode. Very in-depth episode. Go check that out. The Avengers 10 years later retrospective on patreon go check that out become a patron for only three dollars man it's three bucks you know i got three bucks on me right now (laughs) that's all you that's all you that's all it costs but um anyway uh yeah i went to go see dr strange and the multiverse of madness and i ended up liking it a lot less than I did before. I, I ended up not really liking the movie very much. I was like, you know what? This movie kind of corny. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, this movie kind of corny the second watch. Uh, I don't know about the third watch, because but when it hits when it hits Disney Plus, I'm probably gonna watch it again because I do that with all the Marvel movies. Uh, when they hit when they hit Disney Plus or when they hit like uh, streaming service or or any or anything like that, I go back and I watch them to see if I like them or not. They're like, but yeah, man, it's this this I even because like I even I remember going back a couple months ago and watching Black Widow again <laughs> just just to see if I like that, and I was kind of like, yeah, you know. What? I like, I don't even think I finished it. I think I went to go, like, take a shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> in the middle of it. And, like, I just had it, like, playing in the background. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever, man. I just had the shit playing in the background. I think I had my. I think I had my my, my. 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 I think I was. I was watching it with my daughter. That's what it was. I was watching Black Widow with my daughter, and I think I had to go use the bathroom. And I was just like, I just had. I just left it on for her to watch. I was like, you can finish this, you know. So, <laughs> Cause I was like, I am not enjoying this at all. So I went to go use the restroom, but. Uh, <laughs> And I think I missed like maybe like 15, 20 minutes of the movie. We're like halfway through the movie, but I missed like 15, 20 minutes of the movie. I did not give a shit. I didn't want to, because usually sometimes I'm like, oh man, usually I'll stop the movie. Or usually I'll, I'll let it play and then I'll re- let it, and then I'll rewind back to the parts that I missed. But I didn't do that with Black Widow. I was like, eh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, you watch it. I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> but um yeah it was <laughs> but yeah man I went to go see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with my with my family and I ended up liking it a lot I, I ended up not liking I ended up thinking that the, I was like this movie kind of corny now I was thinking about it Ugh, Sam Raimi Sam Raimi can be a little cheesy you know the Spider-Man movies are a little cheesy I still love them I, I still uh, love them as far as I know. I'm gonna be doing a rewatch on Spider Man really soon, like next month. I think <laughs> next month I'm doing a rewatch of Spider Man. I'm gonna do a review of Spider Man, the first Spider Man movie. So we shall see uh, if I still like Spider Man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> cause I haven't watched them. I haven't watched Spider Man in years. But um, yeah, man, I. I just, I just didn't care for, I didn't care for it the second time around. I didn't care for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Man. It's the second time around. Uh, my daughter, my daughter just let her feelings be known about the movie. She just said, oh God, this movie is boring. She said it out loud in the theater. <laughs> and I'm like, shh. <laughs> She was like, oh, she didn't say, she's like, oh, God, this movie is boring. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she turned, she's like, Dad, can we go? <laughs> she was, she was not feeling Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. <laughs> uh, my wife, my wife loved it, but that's because she's into like the witchcraft the cult shit you know she's into like weird dark magic shit so uh you know so she loved it uh this was this was up her this is her this was her cup of tea uh she liked the first doctor strange too so like that's like our, that's her favorite marvel movie because i say she likes stuff with magic and shit in it so like she likes she likes that shit but uh but yeah man i was i was not feeling it the second time around <laughs> You know, I really wasn't, and I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't think I like this movie." <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, man, I did that. We I did that uh, yesterday. I tried to come back here yesterday and do an episode, but I was drained because like we were out. Me and my family we were out all day, you know. And I was just like, and it was it's like fucking it was like fucking ninety degrees in Texas, so <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, I just, I just wanted to come home, and we got home at like like three thirty, four o'clock. So I was just like, I, I, I want to take a nap, you know. <laughs> like I fell asleep. So I'm doing this episode right now on this day. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I got that. Let's talk about things I, I watched this week. Um, I promised, I promised this review. Uh, I had a director reach out to me. God dang it, I, I need to get his name again. <laughs> this happened. Uh, he reached out to me like a week ago uh, to review a movie of his. I, I have the email. Let me see if I can find the email. I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's something else. That's another thing that I'm working on that's secret you guys will find out when it happens oh yeah this is the guy robert rosenbaum yeah i I still have his email uh he uh reached out to me to do a uh to do a a review on his movie he has a movie he has a movie out called basement uh it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an indie film uh, with, uh, it stars, actually stars, like, Brian Krause, Brian Krause, you don't know who Brian Krause is, Brian Krause was in a little movie called Sleepwalkers back in the day, Stephen King Sleepwalkers, he was the main cat guy in Sleepwalkers, and I think he was also on, he was also on Charm, it was, like, the two things I know him for the most, but he's in this movie, um, the movie is it's an indie movie, so, like, it's, it's, it's very low budget, uh, it's a bottle film, really, it's a bottle film about, like, these people that are, like, stuck in a basement with each other, you know, so, like, they don't go, they don't go anywhere else but the basement, like, you don't see anything else happening besides the, what's going on in the basement, uh, it's supposed to be, like, some type of, uh, like, some bombings are going on up, up, up top or something like that. I think they're supposed to be in New York City. I, it's been a week and a half since I watched this movie, so I, for, I forgot a little bit of it. So, so, uh, please excuse me. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, they're in the basement. But I do like... The concept of the film, it's a bottle film, like I said, I like the concept of the film, because one of the guys, uh, that is stuck in the basement is a racist, (laughs) you know, and he's quick to pull a gun on anybody that doesn't look like him, you know, so we got a lot of conflict because, like, we got Brian Krause, who's a white guy, we got his daughter, I'm gonna talk about her in a little bit, uh, (laughs) Uh, then, like, we got this guy that kind of looks like, uh, Burt Gummer from, uh, from Tremors, and, uh, he looks like Burt Gummer from Tremors, and the, the fat cop from Super Troopers had a baby, uh, you know, like, go watch Super Troopers, great movie, um, he looks like those two guys had a baby, and he has a pregnant wife, uh, which we, we kind of find out she's kind of racist, too, so they're, kind of two peas in a pod, so, uh, but, it's those guys, but then, 
uh, Brian Krause's character starts letting in like th- this Hispanic lady. Um, he lets in this, this 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 black guy, and he lets in like these three uh Muslim people. Uh, and that just sets this this this, this, this other white guy off. That just sets him the fuck off because he's like. I'm stuck in here with all these fucking minorities. And he pulls a gun on like every last one of them. He's like out of he's like out of control. Dude's out of control, man. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you letting these people in here? Blah, blah, blah. He, just, <laughs> he calls the the Muslim guy. He calls the Muslim people a terrorist. He wants to like check the woman and check the kid. And the guy's like, no, you're not checking my family. What the fuck? Uh, the, I think the woman, the woman was wounded very badly in the stomach. I think she got hit with like shrapnel or some shit. Um, and it was, and he was just, and eventually, I'm gonna spoil alert. Eventually, she dies. Um, but which is sad. But uh, yeah, man, this dude, this dude don't like nobody except other white people. And it's like, like I said, it's an interesting concept. Like this guy who's a racist being stuck in a uh in a in a situation and being stuck in a basement with people that are different from him and people that he doesn't like you know it's like if it's like if fox news it's like if people from fox news was were stuck with people from like fucking bt or some shit you know <laughs> you know like, it's like that but um you know like those people they they would go insane you know but um yeah, man, it's, like I said, interesting concept, uh, some of the, some of the, some of the acting is good, uh, as a black guy in here, uh, I think is a good actor, like, the three, the, the, the three standouts, actually, there's a couple of standouts for me, uh, the black guy's a, a, a standout, he kind of looks like, uh, kind of looks like a, a cross between, he's another, like, amalgamation of two famous people, because <laughs> he looks like, uh, if Anthony Mackie and the rapper Kodak Black had a baby, you know, <laughs> he's an amalgamation of those two, but he's a good actor, I like that guy, I thought, it, like, for, for, I don't know how many movies this guy's been in, but he's, he's pretty good, I, I like to see him in something else, I like to see him in something else, I, I, I want to see that brother grow, he's pretty fucking good, uh, the Hispanic lady's pretty good, too, I like to see her in some other things, uh, there's a the 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 main like uh Muslim guy. I've seen that guy and stuff. I think he's in Peacemaker. I think I saw that guy in Peacemaker. He's like the janitor in Peacemaker. So like I've seen him before. But he's he's pretty good. Uh the little boy is decent. He he's a decent actor. Uh the guy who plays the racist is really over the top. <laughs> he's like the over He's like an over-the-top characterization of what a racist is, <laughs> you know. Uh, his wife, the woman that plays his wife, plays a better racist than him because, like, she's really low-key. Because racism is low-key. Racists are low-key. They're not going to. They're not going to show you their true colors right off the top. They're going to. Uh, keep that shit a secret, and then cause like you didn't know she was a racist until she said something racist. Cause like she's been nice and sweet 
I mean, the sweet pregnant lady the whole time. And then, like, the Hispanic lady, she said something racist to the Hispanic lady. Because the Hispanic lady thought she was nice. The Hispanic lady thought she was cool as shit. And then she said something racist. And she was like, oh, you like that too. You know, like, it just came out. Because, like, it, like... Racism is like diarrhea. It just spills the fuck out of racist people. You know, so like when, when, they, when they least expect it. It's just like, we're some racist shit. And then like, that, 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 that's what happens. But um, yeah. But yeah, I think she played it a little bit better than he did. Because like he was over the top. He was like, hey, what the fuck? I don't want you touching my wife. All this shit. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he's over the top. He's like a foaming at the mouth racist you know <laughs> that's what the fuck he is um but yeah man he's a little over the top brian Krause is okay he's kind of meh it's like because like every time uh the the over the top racist pulls out the gun on somebody he's just like all right guy calm down put the gun down come on you know so he's, like, he's like he's very like he's very wispy waspy very very snowflakey you know you know he's very snowflakey you know but that he 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 does an okay job uh and he's like the guy that i know from this movie i was like i know you you've been in shit i know you but um the worst actress in this whole goddamn movie i'm sorry uh, it's the little girl. I'm sorry. Like that, that little girl is annoying. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, little girl. I, I don't know your name, but you are the worst actress that I've, I've seen. Hopefully, she gets better. She might get better as she gets older, but she's she's not there now. She's not there now. Hopefully, she gets her experience. It's like she's annoying. She's kind of. She's kind of entitled. She's kind of rude. You know, like, she's kind of rude to her dad. Brian Krause plays, plays her dad. She's kind of rude to him. You know, a little bit. You know, she 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 got on my nerves. I'm sorry. But the movie was a, it was a decent film. It was a decent film. It was a decent little bottle, low-budget bottle film. Uh, I recommend you check it out. Uh, there's a... Uh, search for it, uh, basement. Um, like I said, interesting concept. I, I like it. it. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, I'll be back with my review for Senseless right after these messages. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. Senseless from 1998. Let's get into the technical first. This movie was directed by Penelope Spiris, who uh, famously directed uh, Wayne's World and Decline of the Western Civilization. She directed all those uh, documentaries. Uh, my favorite is uh, Decline 2, because it talks about heavy metal, and I'm a heavy metal dude, so so I love that episode, I mean, not episode, I love that uh, part of the documentary, I love that one. Um, screenplay, if you can call it that, was written by Greg Erb, who was smoking Herb, and Craig Mazin, you know, <laughs> uh, 
the movie had a budget of 15 million dollars and brought in only 13 mil at the box office so it was a disappointing bomb at the box office the movie also has a disappointing rotten tomato score of six percent which it fucking deserved i'm not pulling any punches on this movie and i will tell you guys later why i'm not pulling any punches on this movie yo you'll hear it in the goddamn review okay (laughs) oh like i'm not pulling any punches on this shit but let's talk about how i saw this movie as a kid uh believe we had we actually had this movie on vhs yes yes but i also remember i would watch this movie when i was bored and had nothing to do it was like me and my it like just be me and my uh sister in the in in in, in the house <laughs> and we just like bored and like nothing to do and we just watch this stupid movie you know <laughs> and we'd just be like okay <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't think I've I think I've found this movie funny even when I was a kid because this movie came out when I was like 13 12 or 13 years I think I was 13 in 1998 so yeah it came out when I was about like 13 years old and like I never found this movie funny uh the movie is very late 90s like it's so late 90s that the intro has techno music in it I was like, you can't get any more late 90s than that. Uh, Marlon Wayans plays Daryl Witherspoon, which is like probably the most stereotypical name for a movie character I've ever heard. Like his name is Daryl Witherspoon. Like, you know, you like, you know, a white person came up with that one. <laughs> they like, they was like, they, I, I feel like they were like this close to naming him Leroy Jenkins. It was like, but they had to stop themselves. It was like, Daryl Witherspoon is better. Let's name him Daryl Witherspoon. You know, Daryl Witherspoon sounds like a, because uh, like the guy, because like uh, Daryl Witherspoon wants to be a stockbroker. So Daryl Witherspoon is kind of a, uh, a, a upstanding Negro name. <laughs> you know <laughs> It's a it's an upperly mobile Negro name, Daryl Witherspoon. Hi, I'm Daryl Witherspoon. How are you today? Uh, Leroy Jenkins sounds like a dude that uh, wants to borrow your car, uh, you know, and then doesn't put any gas in it. But uh, that's what Leroy Jenkins sounds like. Uh, but uh, yeah, Daryl is a down on his luck uh, college student, uh, which we all were down on our luck in college, you know, like I was, but. I don't think I was ever so down on my luck that uh, I had to give like blood and sperm, you know, so, which is what Daryl does. Like Daryl is really down bad. Uh, but so he volunteers for an experiment that enhances your senses. I will get I will get back to that later. But uh, also uh, David Spade is in this movie. Uh, he's playing the oldest looking college student ever a lot of people talk about how young david spade looks you know because like it's like when he's around other adults he looks like because he even still looks young now and i think like david spade's like pushing 60 i want to say i want to say like david spade's like pushing 60 years old now 
And but he still look he still looks young. You know. But but when you put him around younger people, he doesn't look that young. <laughs> Cause like they put you drop David Spade in a college with like 18, 19 year olds, which Marlon Wayne's is not. He wasn't a young kid here, too, but I think he was still in his early 20s, too. I think he was still in his early 20s. He was about maybe 25, 26, at least. Well, mid-20s. I want to say he was in his mid-20s, and he still... Marlon Wayans looks good, for, looks good for his age, too, man. Like, that dude's about to be 50, you know? <laughs> like, that dude's about to be 50 years old, and he still looks good for his age. But, um... But yeah, man, but he looks he looks way more like a college student than David Spade does. <laughs> David Spade looks like he's 35 in college. <laughs> you know, it was like, I was like, he does not fit here. Uh Daryl also has a love interest. It's like some random light-skinned chick. Uh we'll, we'll, we'll see more of her later. Uh Rip Torn's crazy asses in this movie, too. Uh he plays a stockbroker. Who's like offering an internship at his at his uh, brokerage firm? Uh, Matthew Lillard's in here. Uh, he's just as annoying. Uh, I don't know who's more annoying in this movie: uh, Marlon Wayans or Matthew Lillard, <laughs> like because they're both pretty fucking annoying. Uh, Brad Dorf plays the doctor who gives uh, Daryl the drugs that enhances his sense his his senses. If you don't know, Brad Dorf is Brad Dorf is the voice of Chucky in child's play so he's in this movie uh and he might be the best actor in this movie because i like how he plays the doctor he plays the doctor very subtle like he's very low-key very subtle with his uh acting and like he's he's the only person in this movie not yelling or saying corny ass lines or anything like that and he also no sells all of Marlon Wayne's jokes, which I find hilarious, because <laughs> Marlon is, I can tell Marlon is trying to make Brad Dorf crack, trying to make him crack, he's trying to make him fucking laugh, and Brad Dorf is no selling the fuck out of it, and I love it, <laughs> he's just looking at him, he's just looking at him deadpan, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. Brad Dorf the Brad Dorf's the best thing about this goddamn movie. Uh I love Brad Dorf in this movie. Uh So like uh Daryl takes the drugs and he gets super senses. He can hear, smell, see, taste like 10 times the normal rate of what he what he usually does. Uh he does that, you know. Um Marlon Wayans is just fucking out of control in this movie. Like, he just doing his, like, regular Marlon Wayans shtick, you know, like, saying random crazy shit and getting naked and all this, like, fucking filling up on women and shit. Now, that's a dude, I don't know why he doesn't have a Me Too uh, scandal. You know, <laughs> Marlon, I don't want to put that out there. I'm, I'm, I, it's on the show now, so... <laughs> So I put it out there. <laughs> That's a guy. I like he feels he feels up on a lot of women. But um, damn, <laughs> man. But uh, but yeah, man. It's like they didn't give. It's like they didn't give Marlon Wayans a script. 
which is why I say screenplay, if you want to call it that. I don't think there was a screenplay. It was just like, let's watch Marlon Wayans act silly for an hour and 33 minutes. You know, <laughs> that's what this movie was, and which is just something that he doesn't need to do because he's a good fucking actor. Marlon Wayans is a good fucking actor. You put him in something serious. Like I heard, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but respect. I heard he's really good in that. Uh, he has, he did another movie with Bill Murray called On the Rocks, which I, I've been trying to trying to watch. Uh, I'm, uh, I heard he's good in that. I heard he's like really low key, really subtle in that movie. And I heard he's really good. Like Marlon Wayans can be a good fucking actor when he applies himself and tries. He's like Adam Sandler. Uh, like I always compare the two of them. Like Adam Sandler and Marlon Wayans are the same guy. <laughs> uh, like they just do the, they do the silly shit for money, but when they want to act, when they got they got the acting chops, they could do this shit uh, when they want to. But here, I just feel like uh, they didn't give Marlon Wayans a script. He just showed up and just did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. <laughs> you know, and that's not good. Like Marlon Wayans needs to be reined in. He needs he needs a set script. He needs like direction. He needs somebody to tell him what the fuck to do. I think I said that with all the Wayans brothers. Really, all the Wayanses. I was like, all the Wayans brothers, they need a set script. Like you need to keep them on that script. Cause if you don't keep them on that script, they liable to go off the fucking rails. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they are liable to go cuckoo banana crazy all over the goddamn set, all over the goddamn movie. The movie gonna stop making fucking sense. You know, you know. <laughs> I said that about all the Wayans brothers. You you rein the Wayans brothers in, and they're great fucking actors. Great fucking actors. Uh but like you don't get you don't give them something to do. Like I I I praised Keenan for Glimmer Man uh, a couple weeks ago. I praised Keenan because he's the best thing about that goddamn movie. He's the only one in that movie that fucking tries. <laughs> you know, like, because Steven Seagal don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> like, he, he doesn't want to do what the fuck he want to do. But Keenan, Keenan was, uh, Keenan was the one that was holding that whole movie together. So I'm not, I'm not dumping on the Wayans brothers one bit. They're great fucking actors when you rein them in. And give them something to do. But when you don't give them something to do. When you don't give them a script. And you don't give them great direction. They gonna do whatever the fuck they wanna do. They don't care. Uh, you know, so <laughs> and that's what Marlon does in this movie. Uh, but yeah. Then he has like this montage. Of him focusing his senses. Like this is a fucking superhero movie or some shit. <laughs> All of a sudden, this is a superhero movie. Like, if Daryl Witherspoon was a superhero, he'd be Stupid Man. <laughs> that would be that. That would be his. Uh, that would be his uh, superhero name. His superhero name would be Stupid Man. That, that would be it. Um, there's also like these two stereotypical gay guys who are just in here for like a cheap gay joke. It's like really dumb and really immature and really unnecessary. <laughs> you know, because we don't go back to these guys. They're just here for a quick gay joke that doesn't make any fucking sense that's that um Kenya Moore fine ass is in here too by the way 
uh yeah kenya moore from real real housewives uh she 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 was an actress at one point yeah uh she a hoe in this movie by the way uh she just here to to try to fuck marlon uh you know and like she just gyrating all over the place it was like a real uncomfortable scene with like she in a frat house and like she like one of the only black girls in the frat house and like she like gyrating like around a bunch of fucking white guys <laughs> and i was like this is really uncomfortable to me <laughs> you know <laughs> you know but like yeah just that's her that's her role in this movie she's like the the the, the girl that's trying to get at marlon and because she thinks she could get something out of him um we finally get uh to know more about the light skin a love interest which is not much like she's really basic and doll she hella basic and hella doll you know like she 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 like talks monotone like she has a monotone voice you know like she she trying to look like a she got like the fucking Angelina Jolie haircut from Hackers, you know. You know, like she kind of looked like a light skinned Angelina Jolie is what she looked like. She looked like a black Angelina Jolie, uh. But like she real, like she real, she ain't got no personality. She dull as fuck. Uh, I didn't really care for her. Also, um, Daryl also plays hockey in this movie. Like uh, there are most definitely no black people in the room when they made this movie. <laughs> Just looking at this movie, I was like, no black people. There were no black consultants. There wasn't a black dude that fetched them the coffee and then be like, hey, man, uh, black people don't do this shit. You know, like, they, they don't, like, but I know there's black hockey players, you know. I, I liked hockey at one point, too, but, uh, but, it just, you know, it didn't fit in this movie. Uh, but, yeah, that's that. Uh, there's also a side story where Matthew Lillard thinks that uh, Marlon is on heroin, which is also not funny. Like a lot of this shit, not funny. I didn't, I didn't laugh once. I don't think in this movie. Uh, I was just, I was just sitting there, sitting here thinking like, who's this movie for? Like that was the question I had like the whole entire movie watching this movie. I'm like, who is this movie for? Is this movie for teenagers? Is this movie for adults? Like, who is this movie for? Because, like, you got nudity. Uh, you got cursing every once in a while. Uh, I mean, like, you don't got like you don't have like female nudity. I don't think you see. I don't think you see one titty in this movie. <laughs> uh, none of the girls get naked, but Marlon gets naked. Like, at least like twice. I think Mar- I saw Marlon's ass like twice in this movie. Um. And he says motherfucker one time. Uh, so I don't know who this movie is for. Is this movie for teenagers? Is this movie for adults? Because it's really bright. It's really colorful. But they're doing like adult shit in the movie. And I don't know what this movie's fucking for. This is the most pointless fucking movie ever made. You know, I don't recommend it. Don't, don't watch it. You know, like, I just told you everything that's in the fucking movie. Don't even bother to fucking watch it. It gets the distinction. This is two movies in a row because I did this with Glimmerman last week, too. Two, two, two zeros out of five in a row. Zero out of five. 
I don't recommend this movie. Um, join me. I'm going to, since I didn't put out an episode last week, I'm going to do two for two this week. So in a couple days now, I am going to be reviewing 1991's The Last Boy Scout. Until next time, peace.